August 3rd, Romans chapter 16, verses 10 through 27. Give my Paul's greetings to Apelles, a good man in whom Christ approves, and give my best regards to the members of the household of Aristobulus. Greet Herodian, my relative. Greet the Christians in the household of Narcissus. Say hello to Tryphena and Tryphosa, the Lord's workers, and to dear Persis, who has worked so hard for the Lord. Greet Rufus, whom the Lord picked out to be his very own, and also his dear mother, who has been a mother to me. And please give my greetings to Asyncritus, Phlegon, Hermes, Petrobus, Hermas, and the brothers and sisters who are with them. Give my greetings to Philologus, Julia, Nereus, and his sister, and to Olympus and all the other believers who are with them. Greet each other in Christian love. All the churches of Christ send you their greetings. And now I make one more appeal, my dear brothers and sisters. Watch out for people who cause divisions and upset people's faith by teaching things that are contrary to what you have been taught. Stay away from them. Such people are not serving Christ our Lord. They are serving their own personal interests. By smooth talk and glowing words, they deceive innocent people. But everyone knows that you are obedient to the Lord. This makes me very happy. I want you to see clearly what is right and to stay innocent of any wrong. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Timothy, my fellow worker, and Lucius, Jason, and Sassipater, my relatives, send you their good wishes. I, Tertius, the one who is writing this letter for Paul, send my greetings too as a Christian brother. Gaius says hello to you. I'm his guest, and the church meets here in his home. Erastus, the city treasurer, sends you his greetings, and so does Cortus, a Christian brother. God is able to make you strong, just as the good news says. It is the message about Jesus Christ and His plan for you Gentiles, a plan kept secret from the beginning of time. But now, as the prophets foretold, and as the eternal God has commanded, this message is made known to all Gentiles everywhere, so that they might believe and obey Christ. To God, who alone is wise, be the glory forever through Jesus Christ. Amen. When it comes to prayer, um, the Bible is very, very serious about it. In fact, you're going to see over and over and over again in the New Testament, this theme began to be developed. And, and in the New Testament, the scriptures also acknowledge that prayer is difficult. Paul says, labor with me in prayer. Isn't that an interesting choice of words? Work with me at prayer. It, it's almost as if the apostles acknowledging, hey, it doesn't come easy for most of us. So labor with me, work with me, sweat with me in prayer. The Bible says to pray without ceasing, okay? So that that amen that we say is a so be it, not an ending to our dialogue with God Almighty. Rejoice in hope, persevere 
in tribulation be devoted to prayer ephesians 6 18 pray at all times in the spirit with all perseverance with all devotion devote yourself to prayer be watchful in prayer continue in be steadfast in prayer Isaiah 62, 6-7 says this, On your walls, O Jerusalem, I, God Almighty, have appointed watchmen. All day and all night they will never keep silent. You who remind the Lord, take no rest for yourselves and give me no rest until He, God the Father, establishes and makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth so God loves being bothered by his children so much that he literally appoints people to bother him did did you hear it in the text give me no rest don't stop asking me don't stop petitioning me don't stop begging me until Jerusalem is established in this God's saying listen he's saying bother me bother me pester me all right keep knocking on my door give me no rest until i answer you all right so this is once again the same not only has he ordained that we should ask him but he delights in the asking it's james 4 2 you desire and you do not have so you murder you covet and cannot obtain so you fight and quarrel listen to this you do not have because you do not ask is it not an implication of this text that if you did ask you would have Luke 11 9-10 this is red letter Jesus said this and I tell you ask and it will be given to you seek and you will find knock and it will be opened to you For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks the door will be open to you. 